Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, Do You See What I See? Before you answer that question, I will ask you another. Do you love people? Stop. Interview yourself, and then answer the question honestly. If you do not, ask God to help you love others, for it is His will. I am on the last leg of my journey back across the United States from New York, back home to Southern California. The best part of traveling is all the people I meet along the way. I love New York City, but it is all of the people met in transit and whilst there that I will remember most fondly. Yes, that meant that I had to stop working a couple of times and engage with the people next to me. But that was God's plan. The first I met was Kim. She had had a horrific week. Frankly, I had tried to stay in my own little seat, focus on my computer screen so I could keep writing, but I knew she was wiping tears from her eyes. And still, I kept referring to my Bible, thinking, and writing, until she referenced the loud snorer behind us. I had to put my earphones on. I couldn't take it, she said. Well, yes, I get it, I said. But I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, thinking perhaps he's not feeling well. Well, I don't care, she said. If you only knew the week I've had. I thought to myself, here this woman needs some compassion, but I have Bible study to write. God's work to do. I don't have time. Do you see the irony? So, yes, I closed my laptop and said, tell me about your week. And she did. Her rental car window had been smashed, business computer stolen, along with the paper that had her passwords to personal accounts. Fact is, she was worried. So, I summoned up my gumption and said, would it be okay if I prayed that God would protect your bank accounts and such? Oh, yes. Please, she quickly responded. So I leaned my head over and prayed for Kim's personal matters. On the next leg of the flight, I sat in another middle seat. Yuck! And my window seatmate leaned over and asked me a question. Hearing his African intonation, I asked him about his home country. I'm from Nigeria, he said. You know, I write Bible study and have many subscribers from Nigeria. I looked at him and said, Wait, you're a Christian? He inquired. Why, yes. Are you? Then why are you here in the U.S.? I am attending a Christian college in Dallas. My father is a pastor. That is my plan as well, he said. We talked about the state of the Christian church in Nigeria, and here. After explaining what I do, I said, Hey, why don't you help me write my next briefing? I pulled out my Bible and had him look up the scripture, and I wrote about Matthew chapter 4. It was such a sweet time, and now Benjamin, my new friend, will be on this journey together with us as we continue traveling through the gospel of Matthew. Whenever in Manhattan, I love to go to Soho for the shopping, the people, and a delicious cup of coffee. 
In particular, there is a market with many craftspeople who sell their wares. Six booths in, on the right, I met Omar, his beautiful jewelry built on the works from wrist and pocket watches, all with lovely symbolism. When he asked for whom I was buying, I told him I was getting something for a wonderful woman and friend who is so gracious to me as her Bible study leader. That's all it took. He began asking questions, and in turn, I asked my standard lead-in question, So, are you a person of faith? Yes, I read scripture, and I believe in God, he said. Ah, well, I write about scripture almost daily, I said, and explain further what I do. After a little while, he said, Then Christine, what do you think happens when this is all over? Life, I mean. This, he asked with his thick Colombian accent. Oh, I think there is heaven for those who know God. You really do? Oh, yes, I really do. I study a lot about heaven from the Bible, and I've also been bedside when folks have passed from this life to the next. I know what I have read, but also what I have experienced, and I definitely believe that Christ's followers will go to heaven. As I was ready to walk away, he caught me off guard with, So, Christine, I can see that you are truly a woman of great faith. Can you help me with something? Yes, I will try, I said, wondering what difficult question he was about to present. You see, my mother died a few months ago, and she was my whole life. My heart is broken, and I'm having a difficult time going on. What can I do? Not only was his heart in his hands as he asked, his heart was in his eyes. Ask God to come and heal your heart. Ask him to give you peace. Shall I pray right now, Omar, and we can ask him for those things? Oh, yes, please. I don't care who sees, who comes into this booth. This is a holy moment. God sent you here. I knew it, too. I prayed that God would come and heal the pain in his heart a little more each day. Promising to continue to pray for him when I left, Omar is now on our Matthew journey along with us, receiving these morning briefings. Oh, there were several other encounters. A Swiss businessman, a musical artist who wore a five-inch Brooklyn pendant around his neck, a Hindu cab driver, all of my excellent adventure. All it takes is eyes to see, a mind to ask questions, and a heart to hear the answers given. Most people want to be noticed, and they want to be engaged. So ask them their names, shake their hands, and you are on your way to just what might be a meaningful conversation. Funny thing is, most people want connection with God as well. They have just lost their way in negative experiences with religion. Perhaps they need to see the love in your eyes to find God again. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Do you see what I see?